Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Growing With Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Johanna. I am so excited for today's episode, you guys. I've been really motivated recently to keep putting out podcast episodes for you guys because we just hit a new milestone. I hit 5,000 followers on Spotify, 25,000 downloads, and this podcast is now listened to in 119 countries. Like, literally what? I can't even wrap my head around that. That's so insane, and I cannot thank you guys enough. 5,000 followers may not seem like a lot to other people, but that is a huge accomplishment for me. It's crazy because I literally manifested this since I started this podcast and I had a vision of how I pictured my life and what I wanted to be doing and everything that I've been hoping for has been happening this year. It's crazy. I remember saying to myself like you will hit 25,000 downloads. I wrote that down in my journal and I would like say it over and over again and I accomplished that. It's crazy. Um, Now we're aiming for 50,000. I know I can do it. And we're only going up from here. So this is your sign that manifestation works and you can do anything you put your mind to no matter what anyone says. And I've been getting so many heartfelt DMs from you guys and I just love hearing how much my podcast has helped you guys accomplish certain things and get through hardships. I've been getting a lot of love from my previous episode But that's all I intend to do and I'm so happy that I'm having a positive impact in the world and I'm doing something with purpose to help other people. I may seem like a very stern person and I know in podcast episodes I can be a little harsh with my advice. (laughs) Just a little bit. It's the Sagittarius in me but I do it out of love and I just you know, love being that older sister, giving you that tough love and advice. And I love helping people become the best versions of themselves and become successful. I want everyone to win and I want everyone to be happy. And it's just so incredible seeing my audience grow. So before we get into the weekly affirmation and the weekly favorite and today's topic, I just wanted to give a huge thank you to each and every one of you guys that listen to me every single week. It actually means the world and I hope you continue to enjoy my content. So moving on to the weekly affirmation, if you're new to the podcast or you haven't listened in a while, I did add a fun twist to my episodes. So every week I will be sharing an affirmation to start your day or your week off great on a positive note. So today's affirmation is every decision I make is shaping my destiny. I picked this one not only because I like it, but because I believe in the butterfly effect. If you don't know what the butterfly effect is, it's the belief that simple and small actions can have an effect on large, complex systems. So for example, you making the decision to do something as simple as going to the gym today or going to the grocery store today could mean that you could potentially meet your future husband or wife there. If you didn't go, you would have never met them. So that's an example. But I read online that the average person makes around 35,000 decisions a day, which is really crazy if you think about it. 
So I thought this affirmation was pretty cool. Every decision I make is shaping my destiny. Me doing something as small as recording this podcast episode could completely change my life. You doing something as simple as making a baby step towards your goal could change your life. Small decisions really lead to big things in the long run. Think about one thing you could do today that could change your life. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this affirmation because I think it's really interesting if you actually think about it. But moving on to the weekly favorites, if you guys are new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, in the beginning of every episode, I share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So this one I'm really excited about. If you guys didn't know, I've been obsessed with Arab perfumes as of late. I know I've talked about this in previous episodes, but I did find a really good dupe recently. If you like the Good Girl Perfumes by Carolina Herrera, you are going to love this scent. I'm obsessed with the Good Girl line. I think it's a very strong, seductive scent, and I've just always loved bold perfumes like that. I don't usually wear the lighter stuff, but the Arab dupe that I found is called Bint Haran. I apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but it smells almost the exact same to me. The Good Girl perfume is $100, and this one is only $28, but I'm literally obsessed. I'm trying to build up my perfume collection. In my last episode, I mentioned that I did throw away all of my Bath & Body Works perfume, and I'm trying to build my collection with nicer scents. So you guys definitely need to get your hands on this. I do have it linked in my Amazon storefront under the Perfume Favorites tab. My storefront is always linked in the show notes along with my other socials if you guys want to consider following me on there as well. But enough of me talking, now we're going to get into today's topic. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about 15 harsh life truths in order to be successful. Now, these are going to be brutal but I'm saying them to you guys out of love. I'm a Sagittarius, like I said earlier. If you guys couldn't tell, then I'm a fire sign. And I'm all about honesty. I always tell people straight up what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. I am not the type of person that is going to hold back and agree with someone in order to spare their feelings. So if you don't want to hear these things, then I suggest that you click off and you don't watch this one. But like I said earlier, I want everyone to win. I want everyone to be successful. But in order to be successful, these are things that you are going to have to realize and learn. And I want you to hear these things from me. But as mean as these things may sound, I love you guys. I want the best for you. And I'm trying to give you a heads up for the real world. So let's begin. So the first harsh truth is that it's no one's job to fix you, save you, or create your dream life for you. Think of the saying, you can't help someone that doesn't want to help themselves and apply that to yourself. I did an entire podcast episode on this. It's called Nobody's Going to Do It For You. And that was my most popular episode to date. So if you haven't already listened to that one, I think you definitely should. But anyways, think about it this way. If some random stranger walked up to you on the street and said, hey, I want to have a million dollar business. Can you create it for me? Can you do the work for me for free? 
you'd be like, uh, no, go away. Or if someone walked up to you on the street and said, I really need to get into shape. Can you start working out for me? Of course you wouldn't. That wouldn't make any sense because it isn't your body. It's not your life. You have to realize that if there is something you want, you can't expect other people to do it for you. At the end of the day, your life is your responsibility. If you want to get into shape, that body that you want isn't going to just fall from the sky. You have to actively put in the work. You can't just sit around all day doing nothing, never be active, eat crap all the time, and expect someone to hand it to you on a silver platter. Everyone has their own lives, and it's ridiculous to feel entitled to other people doing things for you. If you want to have that million-dollar business, that's not going to happen if you continue to watch Netflix all day, get up at 2 p.m., and scroll on TikTok and Instagram for hours on end. As harsh as this sounds, it's every man for themselves. You create your life and you are responsible for your own success. You have to want it. You have to put in the work. You have to have that self-discipline because no one is going to do it for you. You need to get up and do it yourself. The second harsh truth is that not everybody is going to like you. Get over it. I saw this video on my For You page on TikTok. My For You page is literally only motivational content. The algorithm knows me so well. (laughs) But anyways, Megan Thee Stallion said this quote and I loved it. She said, I noticed when you start becoming successful, they're going to talk about you. If you have two followers, they're not worried about you. But when you start becoming successful, that's when everybody's going to start coming at you. Now they have a reason to come at you. You should be flattered. Now you know you're doing something right. If they're not talking about you, you're boring. And I love that so much. Like, why would you want to be a watered-down version of yourself to please everybody else? I'm sure there are people that don't like my podcast. Someone might say, I hate growing with Joe because, I don't know, she's too loud and too outspoken. So just because one person doesn't like my podcast or how loud I can be or they think it's stupid, does that mean I should tone it down? and be less controversial, and not speak my mind, and stop sharing advice, or stop posting episodes altogether, just to please that one person? Absolutely not. They don't contribute to my happiness. They don't contribute to my success. So why would I let their opinion stop me from doing what I love to do? Let's say you start posting on TikTok, and a person comments under a video that your content sucks. Does that mean you should make your account private or stop posting altogether? No. Some people are just not going to like you. They're not going to support you, and they might not even have a valid reason as to why. It might just be rooted from jealousy and insecurity, but it's not your job to please everyone. It's not your job to convince people to agree with you. It's not your job to convince people to support you. And it's not your job to convince people to like you. That's their personal problem and their business, not yours. Be more focused on the end goal rather than what people are thinking and saying about you because they're going to have their opinion regardless. This is random, but hear me out, okay? Think of a food that you hate. Mine is olives. I think they are literally so disgusting. You could have the best, most amazing tasting olives on the planet, but I'm still going to dislike them. Okay, and you're not going to sit there and try to convince me every single reason why I should like olives and why I should eat them. 
You could be the best, kindest, most successful person on the planet, but people are still not going to like you. But that shouldn't change how you feel about yourself. If I hate olives, is that going to change the way you feel about them if you like them? No, it's not. So if someone doesn't like you, just accept it and keep it pushing. Keep doing what you're focused on. There are going to be people that do like you and there are going to be people that don't. And that's just life. You can't please everyone. And if you do try to please everyone, you are going to be so unhappy with yourself at the end of the day because you aren't being your authentic self. So you just have to accept that not everyone on the planet is going to like you. Oh, well. The third harsh truth is that sometimes you are the problem. Have self-accountability. This one kind of relates to the first one. We all have faults. We are all lacking in some areas. We all have toxic traits. We all have unhealthy habits. We all have room for improvement. And having self-accountability is the first step to improving your life if you're not where you want to be currently. If you look in the mirror and you go, yep, I'm the most perfect person on the planet. I can never do anything wrong. I have nothing to improve on. Then you aren't going to grow as a person. And I'm not saying to go look in the mirror and say all these mean things about yourself and be like self-depreciating, but sometimes you need to have that self-accountability and be real with yourself. For example, one of my unhealthy habits was that I used to stay up super late every night going on TikTok. And I would always sleep in and be so tired the next day, which would make me not productive because I was always so exhausted and I didn't have a regular sleep schedule that my body was used to. So I was always like thrown off. I was honest with myself and I said, hey, sometimes you stay up way too late on your phone, which causes you to be tired and not operate as well the next day. This is blocking your success. Let's try going to bed earlier tonight, which I have been doing, by the way. I fixed my sleep schedule. (laughs) But by having that self-accountability and admitting my problem to myself, I was able to fix it, which led to a positive outcome of me being more energized and productive and getting more work done. If you're listening to this right now and you have your phone near you, like your notes app or a journal near you, I would recommend that you write down a list of the things that you're lacking at or your unhealthy habits. So for example, drinking too much on the weekends, sleeping in too late, mindlessly scrolling on social media, not getting enough exercise, not having a morning routine, procrastinating too much. Um, Those are just the ones that I could think of off the top of my head. Obviously, you might have different ones. But then next to those things that you wrote write how you can fix them. So for example, if you drink a lot on the weekends, maybe make a goal to stay in this Saturday night. Or if you do go out, try to limit yourself to only one or two drinks instead of five or six. If you sleep in too late, try to go to bed a half hour earlier tonight and slowly adjust your routine to go to bed earlier every single night to wake up earlier. So if you go to bed at like 2 a.m. every night, Try to go to bed at 1.30 tonight and tomorrow night go to bed at 1 and then the next day 12.30 and slowly work your way to where you want to be. If you have a bad habit of scrolling on social media too much, set a timer on your apps. I'm not going to lie. I had a bad addiction to 
TikTok. Like I would just stay up till 2, 3 a.m. just scrolling. It's very addictive. So I had to admit to myself like, hey, this is a problem. You have no self-control when it comes to getting off TikTok and going to bed. So I set a timer for one hour a day. You can do this in your phone settings. And now, usually when I'm on TikTok, I'm posting content more than consuming content. So it's more productive than what I was doing before. If you um, procrastinate too much, make it a goal to do that thing for 20 minutes a day. 20 minutes is not a lot. You are absolutely capable of doing something for 20 minutes. And if you say you're not, you're lying. We all have 20 minutes of spare time. So in that 20 minutes, do a workout or write some of that essay you've been putting off. Read 10 pages of that book. Clean your room. And I promise you will feel so much better after doing it. You won't have that stress or that weight on your shoulders thinking about it. But yeah, having self-accountability, being able to admit your faults, your mistakes, and your unhealthy habits is the first step to turning your life around and creating the life that you want to live. Like I said, you will not grow as a person if you don't think you have anything to grow from. So I hope that puts things into perspective for you. The fourth harsh truth is that talking and doing are not the same thing. Don't get them mixed up. Words mean absolutely nothing if you don't put them into action. I could tell everyone around me that I'm going to be the biggest female pop singer in the world, but how is that going to happen if I'm not writing songs, I'm not posting singing videos, I'm not putting myself out there, I'm not singing at small venues. I'm not branching out to record labels. How is that going to happen if I'm not taking action? I could tell everyone around me that I'm going to be the next best chef as good as Bobby Flay. But how is that going to happen if I'm not going to culinary school? I'm not studying recipes. I'm not networking. I'm not practicing to cook. How is that going to happen? And I don't want to sound like a dream crusher at all. That's not my intention to discourage anyone. But dreams are more than just wishing and hoping and talking. You have to take action. I use so many random examples in my episodes, but I like using them because they put things into perspective. So for example, how many times has a toxic person hurt you or you set a boundary and they crossed it and they said sorry? over and over again and they don't change their actions like if somebody cheats on you and they say sorry you might believe them the first time but if they cheat on you the second or third time and they keep saying sorry and not changing you're gonna be like all right i'm out i'm done with you they don't mean anything they say their words mean nothing And I'm not saying to forgive someone for cheating, obviously. I'm just using an example. But it's like the boy that cried wolf. I don't know if you guys have heard that story. But your words have no meaning if you don't act on them. If you tell people for five, ten years straight that you're going to be a famous YouTuber and you don't even post a single video, then no one is going to believe you. You have to believe in yourself first and take action first before you start telling the world your plans that you don't actually intend on doing. And this is coming from me, someone who used to do this all the time. (laughs) Obviously, I think manifestation is great. I think you should speak things into existence, but manifestation goes hand in hand with putting in the work yourself. So if you want something, don't just talk about it all day. Actually do it. Like Take that step towards it. 
The fifth harsh truth is that being busy doesn't mean you're actually doing anything worthwhile. This one is a hard pill to swallow because we all like to tell ourselves, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to read that book. I don't have time to listen to that podcast. I don't have time to start a business. I don't have time to start a YouTube channel, blah, blah, blah. But you have time to scroll on TikTok and Instagram for five hours a day. Look at your screen time and let that be your reality check. You have time to binge watch an entire series on Netflix. You have time to go clubbing and drinking every single weekend. If there is something that you actually want, you will make it a priority. And sometimes you have to sacrifice short-term satisfaction for long-term success or happiness. Are there times where I would rather be hanging out with friends or scrolling on social media instead of drafting these episodes every week and recording and posting them? Absolutely. Not that I think this podcast is a chore or anything. I love posting episodes, but I get lazy like everyone else. I get unmotivated like everyone else, but I have that self-discipline to do it because I have a goal and a vision in my mind for myself. Are there times where I don't feel like working out because I'm too tired from work or doing college assignments all day? Yes, but I get it done because my health is a priority to me. You might say, I don't have time to listen to a podcast, but you listen to music in the car every day on your way to work or school. Some people have a 40-minute commute to work. You can't listen to a podcast while you're driving there, or you can't listen to a podcast while you're getting ready for the day and multitask. You might say, I don't have time to read that book. You have time to read 10 pages a day. You just don't want to. There are 1,440 minutes in a day and you can't take 10 or 20 of those minutes to work towards something? Like, come on. That's literally the bare minimum. Think about what it is that you want and think about how you could be using your time better to work towards that thing. You can think whatever you want about Kim Kardashian, whether you like her or not, but she is becoming a lawyer while running successful businesses, going to events, raising four kids, doing photo shoots and campaigns. Like that is so inspirational and I applaud her for that. She is booked and busier than all of us and she still gets so much done. It's crazy. So like I said before, have that self-accountability and say to yourself, okay, yeah, I could be doing a workout instead of watching Netflix for hours, or I could be educating myself and reading and listening to podcasts and TED Talks instead of doing nothing with my time. If you want something, you will make time for it, period. The sixth harsh truth is that there is someone less qualified than you living the life that you want to live, all because they made the move that you wouldn't make. Think about that. If you have this burning passion to do TikTok, for example, but for some reason you haven't, if you're too scared or too lazy, whatever it might be, isn't it hard to see other people living your dream, to watch other influencers do what you want to do, but you're just like hiding in the shadows watching them instead of going for it? Use me, for example. You might really want to start a podcast and you might be way more qualified than me. I'm just starting out. You might have way more equipment than I do. You might have better talking points than I do. You might have a bigger following, but I just made the move and I did it. This can apply to anything. Stop being afraid to just go for the things that you want to do. Embrace fear and embrace failure. Literally just run straight ahead towards your goals and don't look back. 
that should bother you that other people are living your dream life and it's at your fingertips, but you just won't do it. Do you guys realize how accessible everything is today? If you have a phone and an internet connection, you can do pretty much anything. Clients are an Instagram DM away. Brands are an email click away. You could be viral tomorrow if you post that video that you're too scared to post. I literally just got a brand deal with Good American, Khloe Kardashian's brand. Never in my life would I think those words be coming out of my mouth. The Khloe Kardashian. And I wouldn't even consider myself an influencer. I have 5,000 followers on Spotify. I have a little over 4,000 on Instagram and a little over 4,000 on TikTok. So I, I wouldn't even consider myself a micro-influencer. I believe they're like between five and 10,000 followers. But I'm still doing big things. It's possible for you. Had I not sat down and recorded this podcast on my iPhone, I would not be where I am right now doing what I'm doing. I would not have the brand deals that I've been getting. I would not have as much money from this extra income to travel and such and do what I love to do. And like I said earlier, I truly believe this is just the beginning and I'm going out from here and you can do it too. You are absolutely capable of it. The first step is believing that and taking action. Don't waste your whole life hiding in the shadows, not doing what you want to do because you're too afraid to take that step that you've been wanting to take. You can have your dream life. You just have to get out of your own way. The seventh harsh truth to be successful is realizing that talking about other people has no benefits for you or for them. Successful people aren't worried about everyone else. They're focused on themselves. For example, if I'm talking to you right now, you listening, if we're having a conversation in real life and I notice that you have food in your teeth... I don't tell you to your face, but I run to my best friend and say, oh my God, so-and-so had food in her teeth. What benefit does that have? Literally, how does that help? That's not helping you, and it's definitely not helping me either. And I'm not going to lie. There was a time period in my life where I was negative, and I would participate in gossip. We have all gossiped at one point in our lives, but now that I've grown I've realized that during that time period where I would talk about other people, I had no goals. I was upset with my own life. I wasn't working towards anything and I wasn't doing anything with my life. I was way more concerned with other people and what they were doing rather than myself. And now that I've grown and I'm busier and I'm actually pursuing the things that I want to do and I'm happy with myself, I genuinely don't have time for gossip anymore. And it's such a waste of time and energy. It's not productive, it's low vibrational, and it's not helping anyone. And if you genuinely cared about that person, you would tell them to their face the truth to help them out. You wouldn't gossip and tell other people because that makes absolutely no sense. Like, what's the point? So if someone around you is trying to gossip about someone else or about you, just realize that they are most likely bored or unhappy with their own lives and they're projecting that onto other people. And if you have enough self-accountability to realize that you gossip about other people, then stop. Find something that you're passionate about. Find something that you love so much that you're not even thinking about other people or batting an eye. People that are genuinely confident in themselves and successful don't put other people down. They lift other people up. 
because they want everyone to win. They want everyone to be happy. They don't view you as a threat. They don't view you as competition. They just want everyone around them to win as well. So please stop gossiping about other people if you do. And if someone else tries to gossip with you, redirect the conversation or even stick up for that person. You should. Like if somebody says, did you see her dress? It was so ugly. You could say, yeah, I saw it. I thought it was really pretty actually. And that just shuts the whole conversation down completely. And it makes the other person look like a joke. And they'll probably feel ashamed for gossiping or they'll feel embarrassed that you're not even engaging in the conversation. So yeah, that's number seven. Don't talk about other people negatively. It just, it has no benefit. It, like There's no point. Worry about yourself and what you're doing. The eighth harsh truth is that everyone sucks at one point. I'm going to use Michael Jordan as an example. As we all know, he's arguably one of the best basketball players of all time or just the best period. But when he was in high school, he did not even make the varsity team, which is nuts. Like I bet his coach regrets that. Actually, maybe not. Let me contradict myself because I read an article where they interviewed Michael Jordan and he said that him not making the team is what fueled him as a kid. He said that it made him cry and he was embarrassed about it, but that's what fueled his fire to become as great as he is. So by him failing and not being that great, that gave him motivation and determination to grind super hard and become the GOAT. So that goes to show you that everyone sucks at one point, especially starting out. If you're working on something new, you are just going to have to accept the fact that you are not going to be that great. There are going to be people out there that are better than you, but don't let that stop you and ruin your self-esteem. Don't let that get in the way of your goals. If anything, let that be your motivation to work harder and become better. Nobody starts out perfect. We all become good at something through practicing and through trial and error. So if you see someone out there that's really successful and really good at something, that's because they've been practicing for a very long time. So don't compare your day one to someone else's day 365 or even more. We all have to start somewhere. I did two episodes that are very similar to this topic. They're called It's Okay to Be Embarrassing and You Are Your Only Competition. If you guys want to go check them out, I got a lot of great messages and feedback on some of those episodes, so I think you'll like them. But yeah, number eight is that everyone sucks at one point. We all get better through practice. The ninth harsh truth to become successful is realizing that you need to cut the negative people out of your life. And this can be very hard, especially if you've known them for a very long time. You guys have history, you're very close, or even if they're a family member. But if you can't completely cut them out, try to limit their access to you because these people will literally suck the life out of you and drain you. They are dream crushers, they aren't supportive of anyone, and misery loves company. They are miserable with themselves, and they want to make everyone around them miserable as well. And if you have someone in mind, as I'm talking about this, ask yourself, why would I want to be around someone like that? How is this person benefiting me? After you hang out with someone, or you spend time with someone, you should feel great. You shouldn't feel drained. You shouldn't feel upset. Energy doesn't lie. If you feel like you're walking on eggshells around this person or you feel like you can't tell them anything without being judged or them putting you down, 
that's literally your body telling you that you shouldn't be around this person. If you're always anxious and uptight around that person, that's your nervous system and a fear response. Your body isn't going to lie to you. It's going to tell you everything you need to know. Your friends and family members should genuinely be happy for you or supportive of you when you have something good going for yourself. If there's someone that you know that is always putting you down, making snarky remarks, isn't supportive of your dreams or goals, they don't celebrate your accomplishments, then you need to cut them off. If you want to be successful, you need to have a good support system. I'm not saying you can't be successful without support, but wouldn't it be easier? Wouldn't it feel better to have people cheering for you instead of being nowhere to be found or making negative comments every time you succeed? I'd rather be alone than be surrounded by fake friends or family that have secret animosity or want me to fail. That's a horrible feeling. And that's energy that you just don't need in your life. And if you're scared to cut a toxic friend or family member because you won't have anyone else and you think you'll be lonely, just know that you will attract the right people for you eventually. Once I cut off all the negative people in my life, yes, I was lonely for a little, but that's when I started focusing on myself and achieving all of my success and doing what I wanted to do. Successful people aren't scared of taking their own path and being alone for a little. If it was easy, everyone would do it. But negative people are leeches. They will suck the life out of you. They will drain you. They'll make you feel like crap about yourself. They're pessimistic and they'll do everything in their power to drag you down to the level that they're at. And you need no part in that. You want to surround yourself with people that genuinely care about you. They want you to be successful. They want you to be happy and they want the best for you. Anything less than that needs to go. So please be aware of the people that you spend the most time with because they have more of an effect on you than you think. The 10th harsh truth to become successful is to make changes instead of complaining. I've said this before on this podcast, but one of my biggest pet peeves is when people constantly complain about the same situation, but they take no action to change. Like it comes to a point where nobody wants to hear it. And console somebody that's always playing the victim and doing nothing about their situation. And don't get my words mixed up. I'm not talking about the people that are like actively trying and struggling. I'm talking about the people who are just lazy and have the nerve to complain about something that they can fix. They're just choosing not to. I'm also not talking about occasional venting either. We all vent to someone once in a while, but I don't have time for chronic complainers. Nobody wants to hear it. I will be the one to say it. If we were to hang out and every time we hung out, I would complain about the same thing over and over and over again. Anyone would get sick of hearing me talk about it. The first few times you're willing to listen, but if it's constant, it's like I'm not helping you if you aren't willing to help yourself. People like that are pessimistic. They always choose to see problems rather than solutions. And it has an effect on the people around them as well. So if you notice that you are a chronic complainer, respectfully, you need to work on that. I'm saying that with love because how do you expect to grow and be successful if you're okay with complaining about your situation and doing nothing to try ever? And if you notice that you're about to complain about something, ask yourself, will this matter in five years? If not, I don't need to spend more than five minutes worrying about it and complaining about it. Try to be more optimistic. 
I talk about mindset and optimism on this channel so much and why it's so important. So if you struggle with being pessimistic a lot, I recommend that you start listening to podcasts, motivational speakers, reading books, and even hiring a coach if you can afford to do that. Do whatever you need to do. Um, I really like The Wizard Liz, Gary V, and David Goggins. They all remind me of myself because they give tough love with their advice. They're no BS. They don't mess around and they just like tell it how it is and give you that motivation and they tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Um, David Goggins is really inspirational, especially applying to this topic that I'm talking about right now about changing your situation. Um, trigger warning, skip this part if you don't want to hear this, but he was abused by his father when he was a child. He had a learning disability because his dad didn't believe in school. He had social anxiety. He experienced racism. He was 300 pounds and he quit the Navy and he was dealt horrible circumstances and he just completely turned his life around. He became a Navy SEAL. He's an ultra marathon runner. He's shredded and he's in excellent shape he's a public speaker and an author he has a net worth of over four million i believe that was that's what i saw on google that could be wrong i don't know <laughs> but um he's just very inspirational he came from nothing and he made himself into something i'll actually link a youtube video of his backstory that i saw on Joe Rogan's podcast because it's very interesting if you want to learn more about him and purchase his book and listen to his content. I love his content very much. I've been wanting to buy his book myself actually. So if any of you guys have read his book, please let me know if you like it and if you would recommend other people reading it. But anyways, we cannot control our circumstances. Life is not fair and throws unexpected things our way, but we can control how we react to them. So number 10 is make changes instead of complaining. If you want to turn your life around, only you can, nobody else. The 11th harsh truth to become successful is realizing that you will never be completely ready to start. And if you continue to wait until you're ready, you will never do it. When I started this podcast, I literally did it on a whim. I had this feeling in my gut that I needed to do it, so I did. I never told this story yet because I plan to actually go into way more depth and make an entire episode on this in the future, but my friend is really into astrology and tarot, and the one night we were hanging out, she gave me a tarot reading. Um... We were up until like 4 a.m. and she said something that really just hit home. She said, you have this burning feeling and passion to do something, but you just won't do it. You're playing too small and you're selling yourself short. And that was like my reality check, like my wake up call. When she said that, I was like, oh my God, like she is so right. And like, not that like I believe in astrology and tarot, but I am not into tarot myself. I don't know anything about it. So it's not that I like didn't believe in tarot. It's not that I was skeptical about it. But like, I didn't know like, how true my reading would be. But like, when she said that, I was just like, wow, like that everything she said was just spot on. Um, but anyways, I've always loved social media, but I was always too scared of other people's opinions. So I just never did it. But that night after she left, I was just like, okay, Now's the time. You either do it now or you're not going to do it at all. 
I had no followers. I had no audience. I had no equipment. I didn't even have a name for the podcast in mind. I just sat down and did it on my iPhone and look where I'm at now. Today, we're celebrating 5,000 followers on Spotify, 25,000 downloads in only seven months. So had I kept waiting and waiting for the perfect moment to do it and until I felt ready, you would not be listening to my podcast right now. It wouldn't exist. And I probably would still be doing nothing and yearning to do what I'm doing currently. So if you have this burning passion like I did, do not ignore it. Do not push it off. That passion inside of you is literally what you were made to do. That's your destiny. And if you keep waiting until you feel like your craft is perfect or until you're considered good enough or until you have enough followers or whatever, you're wasting time and potential. As I'm talking, I know there is something that is coming to your mind. I know there's something in the back of your head. Don't just listen to what I'm saying and do nothing about it. Motivational content does nothing if you don't actually take action. Just do it. Don't wait. Who cares if you fail? Which leads me to my next one, actually. The 12th harsh truth is that failure is inevitable. You will fail over and over again. And actually, don't even think of it as failure. You don't fail. You win or you learn. It can be a construct. You're not a failure unless you consider yourself one. You're not failing at something unless you tell yourself that. It's all mindset. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. We all lose sometimes. We all get rejected. We all have a flop era. But the winners are the people that brush it off and keep it pushing. The people that don't quit and give up after one mistake. The people that don't get discouraged and lose all of their self-esteem and hope when something doesn't go as planned. You are going to screw up at something in life. Nobody is perfect. But don't let that stop you or get in the way of the end goal. Plan to fail, but also plan to get up again and keep trying. The 13th harsh truth for success is that you are not always going to be motivated. Sometimes I will scroll on my For You page and I'll come across a fitness influencers video and the comments, they're just flooded with people asking, how do you stay motivated to work out? How do you stay motivated to eat healthy? I'm always motivated for a week and then I get tired and I quit. And this is no shade to the people that comment those things at all, but you have to realize that motivation will not last forever. It's discipline that gets you where you want to be. If it was that easy, everybody would do it. There are times where you are going to feel lazy and you're not going to want to do that certain thing. But if you have the discipline to do it and stick with it consistently, you will get there. Like I said earlier, do I always feel like drafting these episodes? No, it's hard work. I said this in a previous episode, but my episodes, I literally write scripts for them for me to follow. And they're 10 to 15 pages long. So I'm writing like a 10 to 15 page essay every single week so that I don't miss any of my talking points. And that's a lot, (laughs) especially on top of like college and me working part time like that is hard work. And I have a very busy schedule. Do I feel like doing that all the time? No, I get lazy. Sometimes I want to have a social life and go out, but I have to sacrifice some of those things if I want to get to where I want to be. Are there times where I don't want to work out? Absolutely. Are there days where I want to lay in bed all day on TikTok doing nothing? Yes, but I get up and I put in the work anyways. Um, This one also leads to my next one as well. The 14th one is that comfort is an addiction. 
I'm making an entire episode on this one, so I'm not going to go super into detail, um, but comfort is temporary satisfaction. Let's say I want to get into shape. Me wanting to eat sweets every night is comfortable for me. That's what I'm used to. Me sitting on the couch all day is comfortable for me. That's what I'm used to. It doesn't require any hard work. I could work out for an hour a day and I could eat clean food, but that's not what I like to do. That's uncomfortable for me. But in the long run, I'm going to be miserable because I'm unhealthy. I'm not taking care of myself. People don't want to be uncomfortable in order to change. Or let's say I hate my job. I hate my nine to five and I want to be my own boss, but I continue to clock in every day because I guess I can put up with it for eight hours a day. Or I'm too lazy to do the research to start my own business, or I'm too scared to quit and take a different path. But in the long run, I'm going to waste 45 years of my life miserable at this job until I retire. Comfort is an addiction and it gets you nowhere. You don't grow without sitting with yourself and being uncomfortable. If you run away from all your problems and all your fears, you are going to be stuck. So learn to be okay with being uncomfortable sometimes and taking risk. Did I say it was fun? No, but it's necessary for growth. And the 15th and final one, thank you for listening this far if you did, but it is to hang out with the people that you want to be like. Stop hanging out with the unmotivated and the uninspired. You are who you surround yourself with. Other people influence your habits and your actions. If you're hanging out with a bunch of millionaires and people that live in mansions and they own yachts and nice cars and they're always traveling, they don't work a nine to five, they're financially free, chances are that is going to inspire you to work harder to do that yourself. You're going to pick up on their habits and learn from their actions to do that too. Whereas if you're hanging out with a bunch of people that sleep in till 4 p.m., they're not employed, they don't have any goals, they don't see themselves going any further in life, unfortunately, you are most likely going to pick up on those habits. And I'm not saying to completely cut these people out of your life, but you need to limit how much time and energy you are giving those people and who you are letting have access to you. Hang out with people that inspire you. Hang out with people that encourage you to be a better person and hang out with people that want to see you grow as well. This one kind of relates to the topic from before to stop surrounding yourself with negative people. If your friend or your family member criticizes you for your goals or they don't see your potential, ask yourself, do I want to be like this person? Do I want to end up like them? If the answer is no, then you need to, first of all, not take their advice and you need to reevaluate who you're spending your time with and who you're letting tell you that you can or cannot do something. When you surround yourself with people that you want to be like, chances are you'll feel more inspired, you'll feel more motivated, and you'll have more optimism. If you hang out with the people that have the things you want and they're doing the things that you want to be doing, you'll feel like it's possible to get yourself. Does that make sense? Like, I come from your average middle-class family. Like, nobody on my street is driving a Lamborghini. Nobody on my street is driving a Bugatti. Nobody on my street is living in a mansion. Like, my street is just, like, middle class. So for someone like me, that feels so out of reach to have. Like, that feels, like, impossible to have for someone like me. 
But if I'm hanging out with people that have those things, I will feel so much more inspired to achieve that for myself. Like the best way that I know how to describe it is like a plant. Okay, hear me out. (laughs) Hear me out. Okay. A plant cannot grow without water and sunshine. It's going to die if it's not in a good environment. It's not going to thrive. It's not going to live. So if you're hanging out with people that are unmotivated, they're uninspired, they don't think they can get any further in life, they think they're going to be stuck in the same spot that they've always been stuck in, then that's exactly where you're going to be too. So hang out with people that encourage you to do more, hang out with people that inspire you to live a better life, and hang out with people that actually want to see you do well and succeed, and they want the best for you. But those are the 15 harsh truths that you need to realize in order to be successful. These are all the things that I had to figure out myself in the last three years. So to save you guys from the pain and experiences that I had to go through, I want you to hear it from me first. Like I said, some of these were a little brutal and a little harsh, but I'm giving tough love because I genuinely want the best for you guys and I want to see you succeed as well. But thank you so much for listening. If you guys liked today's episode, I would appreciate it so, so much if you followed the podcast, left a rating, turn on the notification bell so that you guys know when I post next, and share this episode with a friend or a loved one who you think needs to hear this advice themselves. Also, if you guys would consider following me on Instagram, TikTok, and my other socials, I will have them linked below. I do share more personal content on there. My, I don't share really anything like my podcast on my Instagram and my TikTok. It's more like lifestyle and fashion content, little mini vlogs, traveling vlogs, stuff like that. But yeah, I love interacting with you guys so much. I literally look forward to checking my DMs every single morning and hearing from you guys. But I think that's everything I have to say for today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I hope you tune in to enjoy my future content as well, but I will see you next week. Bye.